When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it! Breaking away, Garrett Wilson! Wilson, a big play downfield! Allen, tripped up! He could not get past Jermaine Johnson! Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall! He's done it again! Brees Lightning! 62 yards for the touchdown! And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams! What a beast! Number 95 for the Jets! Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And we're going to break down the All-22 of the Jets' newest running back, their fifth-round pick in the 2023 NFL Draft out of the University of Pittsburgh, Brooklyn's own Israel Abanacanda. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under, who does all of our All-22 reviews on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet, is here to talk about Israel Abanacanda's All-22. Luke, thanks so much for coming back on the show, brother. No, it's good to be here, Scott. Look, you you mentioned All-22. I'll tell you what, the pit All-22 was difficult to get my hands on which is unfortunate when the Jets go and draft two offensive players for them. Uh, but we managed to get some. We got a video up on the on the Play Like a Jet YouTube, and I'm excited to talk about him today. Glad to be able to talk about Israel Banikanda's All-22 film because we did an outstanding show with Noah Hiles from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette on Israel Abanacanda. He has an incredible story, and Noah was fortunate enough to be there with Israel Abanacanda, his friends, his family, for his draft party back in Brooklyn when he was picked on the Saturday, which was the third day of the NFL draft process. Fantastic story. Highly recommend that you read that and Noah's profile on Israel Abanacanda, which was from late last year. Also, make sure you listen to the show that we did on Izzy if you haven't already. Luke, now let's dig into the All-22 to go with that show that we did, talking about Israel Abanikand, his background, his family, his journey, not just on the football field, but as a human being. On the football field, though, the first thing that stands out to me is Israel Abanikand's vision. He has tremendous vision. You're right, Scott. And I think when you watch a running back like Izzy, who allegedly ran a 4.29 at the pro day for Pitt, you think about the speed first. And when I broke down his film, I mentioned it's always a race to the hole for him. But he never outruns his blocks. And that is so important. He has the vision and the patience, which is also so important to pair with that vision, to wait on the block. What do I mean by that? Let's say they're running an inside zone or a counter play or something like that. And he has to wait for his guard who's pulling across the formation to get in the hole and be the lead blocker. He will always wait 
see that block unfold and then read and react off the back of that. And that's where the vision comes into it, Scott. His ability to see, here's the hole, but what's happening at the second level and see that one step ahead, that is absolutely crucial. There were a ton of runs against Virginia Tech where he had like 300 yards nearly, where he was able to just burst through the hole and it was primarily because of his vision. They ran a lot of inside zone there, so he's familiar with you know come at some of the, the zone blocking principles, even though this one will be more outside zone with Hackett and the New York Jets. But the vision was there. I mean, he was never running into dead ends. He was always, it felt like, maximizing his plays. Um, and that's what you want to see from your running back. In this scheme, they love running backs. Kyle Shanahan drafts one every single year. It almost felt inevitable the Jets were going to. And Izzy Abanakanda fits that profile perfectly. He's got the speed, but he also has the vision. And that is so important with an outside zone uh, type offense. You mentioned the speed with Israel Banakanda because that sticks out too. And what's interesting to me is, Luke, when you combine the speed with the vision, that's when you really get a home run hitter because, as you said, he doesn't outrun his blocks. But as soon as he sees daylight, boom, he's gone. It's reacceleration is the best way to describe Izzy's game, Scott, because he'll get to the hole and he'll already be moving pretty quickly, but he's not at full speed. But his ability to just turn it up a notch, I called him a glider when I watched the film. You see he's got a defender on either side of him. They're both closing in. But like six times on the tape, you're like, neither of them got near him. Neither of them took a good angle. But it's because of his speed and that ability to reaccelerate once he gets into the second level and clears that block. And he just pulls away from people. And he does it so easily. You go, ah, he's not moving that fast. But the dude is absolutely traveling. And that's why he had all of these long touchdowns. Turn on the tape against Tennessee from 2021 and 2022. He had a lot of these types of long runs. He was able to punch out 20 to 30 yards. This is what the Jets want. They want guys who can be home run hitters like a Brees Hall is. But also who can turn the six-yard gain into a 20-yard gain because you don't want to have 13-yard drives every single time in the NFL. It is unsustainable, even with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. It's easy to make one mistake for an offense. One penalty ruins a drive. You want explosive plays. Izzy Abanakunda gives you that explosion that Hackett and this offense really crave. He is going to have, I would say, 10 runs of 15-plus yards in 2023. I just think he's that kind of guy off the bat. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, the short area quickness is something we talked about with a guy like Jackson Smith and Jigba. You talk about it a lot more with a receiver than a running back, but it's very important to Israel Abanakanda's game, isn't it? It is. And a guy who I thought had some of the best SAQ of any draft pick in the last few years for the Jets was Michael Carter. So let's stick in the same room. I think Carter was fantastic at North Carolina with his ability to get you know, wiggly in a phone booth is kind of how I would describe it. To take the lateral quickness, to beat a guy and to shoot through a hole. That's where it is for Izzy. This offense isn't going to be one where you dance around and move, you know, east to west, sideline to sideline very often. They want you to put your foot down, head towards the ghost tight end in the outside zone, wide zone scheme, and then make a decision and go. But there's still some room to maneuver there. And you saw that on the inside zone stuff at Pitt as well. His ability to see that something was happening to hit the hole, but then, okay, let's say your blocker just doesn't do a great job and the guy kind of springs free. You've got to make a guy miss or else it's going to be a tackle for loss. He's got the quickness 
and the lateral agility to beat that guy, that free uh, un unblocked man, and make him miss, and then turn it into a four-yard gain. And that stat sheet, you get a four-yard gain. Nothing much happened on that play. But if you've turned a two-yard loss into a into a four-yard gain, you've completely changed the dynamics of that drive. And Izzy Abanakunda had a bit of that about him, especially in 2022. The stats were ridiculous. But yeah, he has got that, that lateral agility. He has got that quickness. I'm not saying he's the shiftiest running back of all time. I don't think he's going to be asked to be anyway. He's going to be a one-cut, north-to-south, get-downhill type guy outside the tackle, outside zone. But it's good to have that ability in those ad hoc situations as well. You mentioned the outside zone scheme tape that you saw from him at Pittsburgh. And I think, obviously, the Jets looked at that and thought he would be a perfect fit for what they like to do. Talk a little bit about that because scheme familiarity and adaptability is always one of the biggest reasons that a team would draft a running back, particularly when you're looking for somebody that could complement a player like Brees Hall. Yeah, most definitely. You don't want to necessarily draft a guy who's been in a... Um gap blocking scheme who hasn't been asked to read out zones to find the hole to make those decisions and to to uh one cut that doesn't mean that player can't do it let's say you know a player that's in new england you don't ignore them in free agency because they don't run the same scheme as you just because they weren't asked to do it doesn't mean they can't but it's much easier to take a guy in the draft when you've actually seen the skill set that you actually covet and the role he's going to be used in and there was a bit of that with the pit film um, I've already mentioned some of the games, but you chuck on the North Carolina tape, the Tennessee tape, uh, even Clemson from 2021, and you see it. You see him running, zone blocking, read and react, one cut, and bang, he's gone. There's a home run. There's 15 yards, all that kind of stuff. He had 20 touchdowns in 2022. So this is a guy who had that ability. You saw it in spades, and it just makes the transition so much easier. Running backs, you need to hit the ground running pardon the pun, Scott, because they need to get the most out of them and squeeze the juice out of that orange before the four-year contract's up because then you don't want to re-sign a running back. So that's why you get the rookie. You want him to be ready to play. You want him familiar with the scheme. And Izzy Abanakunda is a good fit for the Jets in that regard. Luke, when you look at the running backs that the Jets have, putting aside Brees Hall, Michael Carter, Bam Knight, quicker guys but smaller, how important do you think it was to the coaching staff and to Joe Douglas to get a guy like Israel Abanakanda, who not only has the speed and the quickness and the explosiveness, of course, the scheme familiarity as well as we talked about, but the size and strength to go with it. Yeah, I think it's super important. You want durability from the running back position, Scott. Uh, you want a guy that can get the extra yards after contact. A guy like Najee Harris is someone who's done it really well, despite having bad blocking in Pittsburgh for the most part. I think that's important. Having those dynamics and the ability to have contrast in your running back room and in all rooms in the NFL is extremely important. And uh, that's definitely no different for this. You've got a guy who is effectively a baby Brees Hall. Honestly, he is. He, very similar style runner, very similar speed, very similar body composition. And then he's able to then be contrasting to the Michael Carter and the Bam. So I just think it's it's made for for this offensive um, for this offensive uh, scheme and also for the position group that the Jets already have here on the ground on one Jets drive. So I think it's ideal and he's going to complement those guys really well. And also he can take the load off Brees Hall while he's injured coming back from the ACL. If he's not 100%, he can be that bigger speed back to complement those guys from day one. 
Israel Abanakenda wasn't really a big tackle breaker. He's a big, strong guy, as we talked about, but yards after contact weren't really his thing. Is that something that you think he could improve upon at the next level? It's, it's always difficult to project improvement with stuff like that, Scott. I think you probably get the most out of yourself um, as a college player rather than going to the NFL and improving in that capacity, but I don't think it's going to be bad necessarily. He has the hip strength to break arm tackles, and because of the speed, he's going to see a lot of those. Speed erases angles, Scott. That's the biggest thing for a running back and, and that acceleration I talked about. So he doesn't need to be a guy who's, you know, Derrick Henry. He just needs to be able to break arm tackles. And if he does that at a high level, he will break enough tackles to be effective as a as a, uh, a runner in the NFL. So I think he's going to be completely fine. He's just not going to be a guy you run between the tackles and say, let's play smash mouth football. Let's set the tone. We're going to send Chris Ivory at you 10 times in the first, you know, 20 snaps of the game. He's not that dude. He just needs to be good enough in that regard. We know that in the modern NFL, running backs really need to be able to make plays out of the backfield. Now, I don't necessarily know that Israel Abanakanda is going to be the type of running back who's going to have Brees Hall's impact in the passing game. Or somebody like Le'Veon Bell, who didn't really flash that as much with the Jets, but with the Steelers, was one of the best we've seen. But he can be an asset in the passing game. Can you talk a little bit about what he brings in that aspect? Yeah, I can for sure. I feel like I mentioned this pretty frequently on the podcast, Scott. But for me, there's three tiers of route runners and pass catches uh, in, for a running back in the NFL. You've got the guys who can run wide receiver routes and be flexed out like Christian McCaffrey or a Le'Veon Bell. You've got the guys who run very high level running back routes, your Texas routes, your angle routes, your screens. And then you've got guys who you can dump a swing pass to and they can do a bit after the catch like, um, who's a good example of that? Uh, probably Derrick Henry is the best example of that. Maybe even Dalvin Cook. I think Izzy's going to fall in the middle bracket there. His ability to run Texas routes, uh, angle, angle routes, option routes out of the backfield is more than okay. Um, he can make people miss. He had a really nice touchdown from 2022. Um, I can't think what game it was, but where he felt like made three linebackers missed, went from the right-hand side to the left-hand side of the pit formation and scored an incredible touchdown with all the yards after the catch. He has a bit of that ability and he's got the quickness and the speed, obviously. So I think he falls in that middle tier. Um, he's not going to be your specialist third back necessarily, but I think you can definitely play him on those downs. And uh, I think he can be a multifaceted uh, player. He's not a great rumble. Uh, sorry, uh, he's not a great pass blocker. But outside of that, I think you can get quite a bit out of him in the passing game. Luke, you said Israel Banneken is not a great pass blocker. Can you elaborate? A few times his pad level wasn't great. Didn't show a willingness to take on too much contact. There were some okay reps. Against Clemson, I saw two or three where I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. But it was inconsistent for me. Um, if he's in the passing game, you probably just want to get him out of the backfield and out on a route. You don't want to leave him in there. He can chip and do things like that to an adequate level. He's not terrible. It's not going to be to the fact where you can't play him because he's that bad, but it's definitely the weaker side of his game, um, especially compared to his pass catching and his ability as a zone runner. Luke, we just talked about the fact that Israel Banikand is not that great of a blocker. Any other weaknesses in his game that you think are worth talking about? I wouldn't say he has a lot of glaring weaknesses. If you use him in the right capacity, you get the most out of Israel Abanakanda and he's going to be a good role player in the NFL. You know, he's good in the red zone, all those kind of things. So I don't think that's a weakness. Uh, he didn't fumble a ton. He only had one lost fumble over 2021 and 2022. So that's not an issue. So realistically, they're the things I look at. If there's an issue with one of those, we might have a problem. I didn't see it. So no, not really. I think he's a pretty well-rounded player. Any other aspects of his game that we didn't touch on yet that you think are worth talking about? 
I think we haven't really touched probably enough on how good he is um, in the red zone. Uh, and it's a culmination of all of his skills. He had the, and Meredith mentioned the North Carolina game. Um, he had multiple extremely good touchdowns because of the patience, the vision, and the explosiveness. And he can still finish um, in front of his pads and kind of jam that thing in there. So I think he's a guy who can definitely be effective in the red zone. There were quite a lot of times where Brees Hall last year got to the one, just got tackled beforehand, and actually Michael Carter kind of sniped the touchdown. I think Izzy Abanakunda could see that role instantly because he's got the bigger frame as well. So I think he's going to be handy in the red zone. Luke, whenever a player is drafted to a team in the NFL, I think it's always helpful to come up with player comps, mostly because we can talk about strengths and weaknesses, you can watch tape, but for a lot of people, being able to compare a prospect to a player that they already know is crucial to understanding who that player may be in the pros. I've said that I think if you look at Israel Abanacanda's tape, the two guys that really stand out to me as good comparisons, first and foremost, Tevin Coleman, who Jets fans should know because he was with the Jets briefly and I think had more left in the tank at the point he was here than most people expected. Also did pretty well with the San Francisco 49ers and the Atlanta Falcons. And then, of course, the local kid, Isaiah Pacheco, who was drafted out of Rutgers in the seventh round to the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and we know Pacheco had a very meaningful impact on that team and the Super Bowl run do you think those are good comparisons and if so can you talk a little bit about why the Tevin Coleman one makes so much sense Scott because who was the offensive coordinator down in Atlanta at the time well it was Kyle Shanahan and we're running the exact same scheme with Hackett out of that whole West Coast uh, type scheme and, and that tree of coaching He's got the one-cut ability, he's got good vision, and he's got some burst. Tevin Coleman always had that ability as well to put his foot in the ground and accelerate, and I think you can see that with the Banakunda. Even a guy like Chuba Hubbard, uh, who got drafted to the Panthers, he's had some injuries. But I see kind of those are the two guys that I saw on tape. The, the Coleman one just makes so much sense, though, because there's some Jets familiarity. He's played in this scheme with Atlanta, and I think they've got similar bodies and similar testing numbers, so that's one I like a lot. When you look at the relative athletic score for Israel Abanacanda, we talked about how he's fast and he's big and all of that, but how much does it show on tape what an explosive athlete he is and what that could really do for this Jets offense? Because we know that 60% of Aaron Rodgers' completions were to running backs last year when he was with Green Bay. We know that the offense the Jets had really ran through Brees Hall last year. We don't know exactly the shape that Brees Hall is going to be in to start the season. If he begins the season week one, you assume he's going to be on a pitch count, at least at the beginning, and you don't know exactly how much he's going to contribute because we don't know what he's going to look like yet on the field. How much does Israel Abanacan's relative athletic score show what he could potentially bring to this Jets offense, especially knowing that the Jets could have to lean on him a lot more than most teams in their position would have to lean on a fifth-round rookie running back? Yeah, well, the good thing is, Scott, it's the position you want to lean on as far as a draft pick. We saw the Falcons do it last year. Um, they got really good value out of Tal Algier, um, the the running back out of BYU. I think Izzy can do that. He's not going to be asked to for as long because you expect Brees Hall to be back. But in some kind of you know worst case scenario where Hall reaggravates the knee, is not on the field for six weeks, Izzy can step in and he can do it with Bam and Carter. And his explosion and that relative athletic score you mentioned, they're huge because he still gives you the home re- the home run threat ability. And that's really what the other guys don't necessarily give you. Even a guy like Ty Johnson, who got cut recently, um, 
I, I just think he gives you that element of speed and of you give me a crease and I'm going to maximize it that the Jets don't have. And that's where you really see the athleticism and all of those testing numbers. So I think it's going to be really important. I think it's what the Jets coaching staff want at the position. It's what Joe Douglas covered it in this draft in general, really good athletes. And Izzy Abanakunda is a perfect fit. He's a Brooklyn kid. And I think it's uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the tape of the Jets' fifth-round pick, Israel Abanacanda, the running back out of Pittsburgh. As I've said a couple of times, the last time the Jets had a running back who attended the University of Pittsburgh to play his college ball, that running back was Curtis Martin, and I think he did okay. So if Israel Abanacanda can be anywhere near as successful as Curtis Martin was in a Jets uniform, the Jets should be very, very happy with that draft pick. Luke, appreciate you coming on. Talk a little bit about the Israel Abanacanda film review that we've got up over at youtube.com slash play like a jet. The other reviews you've got up, some stuff that's coming on the channel over the next couple of weeks and our store over at tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. Yeah, we've already got multiple videos up of the rookies. That's what a, a lot of the tape's been on the YouTube channel, Scott. Izzy Abanakunda, we've talked about that, looking at all those aspects. You'll find 10-minute film reviews, all 22. Uh, one of his teammate, Carter Warren, uh, Will McDonald the fourth. There's two videos up on him looking at the pass rushing and the run-stopping ability. Uh, Zach Kuntz, uh, Tipman, tons of content. Aaron Rodgers' videos dropping weekly. There's going to be all that kind of stuff that you're after with the film reviews over at Play Like a Jet. And then check, check us out at Public as well. Play Like a Jet logo merch. You can do anything with the logos. It's not just buy our merchandise. Use it on a phone case, laptop case. Um, anything you want to do, you have the power to do it at Public. So check us out over there. Fun designs, cool, uh, cool different little caricatures, and, and make sure you check it out. Make sure you check out everything we've got up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and Play Like a Jet. Jet.com.